angels, guardians, ghosts, and saints All play a part of this close and range Holy men, prophets, healers, and kings That's my entourage, man The posse I bring Angels Welcome back to the Inner Sanctum Well, it is the wee hours of the morning Like 3 a.m. And uh, I am in Mount Shasta Again, doing a lot of ceremonies lately but I wanted to tell you about a sunrise that I just witnessed up here. The sun came over the mountain and I was outside doing, doing my prayers. And as the sun rose past the mountain, it was almost as if a single ray of light came and connected with my heart. And I felt this swell of love. And uh, as I received it, I sense that it was an aspect of Archangel Uriel. And so Uriel wanted to head up this transmission for you in the inner sanctum. And, you know, the inner sanctum, the name itself means the something like the heart of the church. And so Archangel Uriel said, I want to talk to the inner sanctum. So the heart of the church. And when I say the heart of the church out loud, he's showing me that the church isn't uh, just what we think of when we think of a church, you know, we think of a structure or a building. He's showing that the church that he is talking about is the earth itself. So he's calling planet earth a church and he's calling the inner sanctum. And you that are listening right now, even if you're new to the inner sanctum, he's saying that you are the heart of the church. And we have uh, people from all over the world that join us in the inner sanctum. But when he says you are the heart of the church, what I feel is that you are the love of the planet. You were gifted with a capacity to love beyond ordinary. I would venture to call you all extraordinary lovers, even when you're walking your own darkness and experiencing your own darkness. So Uriel's coming through to acknowledge this path, this work that you've done to be a deep and profound lover here on the earth. And he's celebrating you as the heart of the church. He reminded me also of the claim that we made at the beginning of this year, it was the first time in the inner sanctum. I've been doing this for, I think, about seven years. First time in the inner sanctum that what they wanted us to focus on for the entirety of the year was contemplating this notion of what it means to be an illuminated or enlightened being uh, as they walk upon the earth. And we all have our own image of, of uh, a person that we would imagine is an illuminated being in history. But spirit wanted us to make the claim and actually made us claim that we are enlightened this lifetime as one of our goals. So dream board that shit, you know, <laughs> so for sure, lofty indeed. Right. But they were really specific about that. And uh, as I'm connecting some dots in this moment, you know, perhaps it, it is because you are one of the souls who signed up to be the heart of the church in the interior room of the heart of this planet. Everybody take a deep breath with me already because his, uh, he's coming through really, 
He's heating me up really strong, bringing the light. So for those of you who don't know Uriel, Uriel is the light of God. That's what his name means, the light of God. And as a reminder, when I talk angels, I'm not just talking about the Jewish or Christian faith, but I believe that there are embodiments of these angels in all traditions and all walks of life. So Archangel Uriel is not just God's light. He's telling me he also supports us in enlightenment and becoming illuminated. So today we're going to open up more to Uriel's light to help you encounter what that even means. But he took me on a really fun adventure doing a little research, if you will. Uh, but first, uh, he's got some more messages for you. He says that about waiting, the stance that you take waiting for something to arrive or waiting for yourself to arrive is something that you've been doing your whole life. It's like no matter what you've accomplished or what you've done, it's somehow not quite there yet or it's not good enough. He's saying this is quite unnatural when it comes to the church, the earth, when you look at all of the animals, they're not in their head hijacking their ability to be in the present or telling themselves they're not good enough. You know, based on how many nuts they gathered that day, they're not sitting down reflecting and going, God damn it, I'm a failure. And so he's bringing this waiting to arrive thing to your attention. So now's a good time to think about where you're still waiting for arrival in your life. Because quite possibly you've arrived already, but didn't notice. And this is, again, a good teaching around harvest time. I think we talked about uh, noticing your harvest. Can you even notice what things there are to celebrate? This is, I suppose, kind of along the same lines. But looking at this mindset of waiting to arrive as if this thing that is already created is somehow lacking. Like you somehow need to grovel a bit more to some etheric force to finally be good enough to to be uh, received as a full member of something. So now he's talking about this waiting to arrive thing and now attaching it to the process of illumination or enlightenment. So Uriel says this process isn't about arriving somewhere someday this lifetime. It's about realizing you are already there and in one swoop an entire perspective shift is possible when you come to this uh, reflection this realization what if i did say done and done you're already enlightened not on some etheric plane but already a walking enlightened human here on the planet what would you feel like? Would you feel like you need to take a few more certifications for that? Maybe you need to scrub up a little bit, be a little bit better person, clean up your potty mouth. Okay. Be a better mom, dad, whatever it is your job is. Be a little happier, perhaps. Maybe you think you should be fucking super happy in order to remain and be enlightenment and, you know, be your best self for the people. To give back to the people, you need to be your best self. So this is so much of what we think, right? So I was just having so much fun uh, receiving these messages from Uriel because it kind of set me on a little research journey. And Uriel's also saying 
that it's not just about bringing light to you. It's about bringing a perspective shift to you. So his work, his frequency, his medicine is that he can gift you an entire perspective shift with exactly the same situation in your life. So whatever it is that you're dealing with, whatever bullshit you're dealing with in your life that sucks and and you're just getting mentally gripped, please work with Archangel Uriel specifically to help you see things differently and receive wisdom and illumination around that thing. Because I feel like there's a different facet of the diamond that you can look at that's going to bring something new into your field. So I want you to remember that work with Uriel specifically on that for this transmission. He's drilling down a little deeper in this illumination thing, this enlightenment thing, so that you can have your own perspective shift around that. So Archangel Uriel can shine a light, he says, into the more mysterious aspects of your own light, your own gift and your own medicine. He shows me that whatever appears to be demonic in your outer life or in your inner life, those things that you attach to as being the worst parts of yourself is actually an intrinsic part of your power and needed in order to balance um, other aspects of yourself out. It doesn't mean that these demons will never leave because he says, technically, they're not going to leave. Actually, he says they will be transformed when you work in harmony with all parts of yourself. And this includes owning your deeper light. He's now showing me that by owning your most pure light, your most pure illumination, it gives you the ability to come into acceptance and uh, integration with your darkest dark, you know, those things that we resist about ourselves. So he's saying that this exploration of enlightenment isn't just simply a um, an exercise for the ego to make you feel better or good about yourself. He's saying it, it held properly and responsibly that this idea, this concept, this focus, this meditation can bring you into deeper balance with the thing that you find most repugnant to you. So that includes outer aspects of your life where those things that are the most scary, dangerous, repugnant, you may have people in your life that are actively in a dangerous space right now. He's saying by overly identifying and focusing on this, this darkness, it almost puts too much of a magnetic weight on it. It brings you so far out of balance. So this is why he's bringing in this also this concept of illumination. And uh, with whatever it is that's low inside of you, whether maybe some domestic violence, addiction, some really hardcore shit, you know, some physical problems, whatever that hardcore shit is that you can wrap your intention around what we're doing today when we get to the in enlightenment, when we get to the, the powerful exercise that we're about to do to open up the floodgates to Uriel's light and your own light. He's saying that um, to intentionally connect this really deep, dark thing with the illuminated aspect of who you are and who you've already been. So just make that connection now that whatever work that you do is helping to balance this, the wholeness of you out and the wholeness of your life out. So now back to enlightenment. And so my question to you is, how would you even know if you were enlightened or not? Do you have a sense of what that would look like or feel like? Do you even know what that would be? Or do you think just like, boom, you're just going to know it and you're just going to walk around being like, I'm so fucking enlightened right now. I want you to really think about this, feel into it. What 
would your version of enlightenment look like for you in your life? And then I'm asking, how much do you feel like your current life matches up to that? Which parts of your life do you feel like is just a total miss? Like it is absolutely not what enlightenment would look or feel like for you. I mean, would you have any lows? Would you have such a profound union with God that would never, never go away? Like you're just walking con Dios, like side by side with God, hand in hand with God. You know, you're talking above board all day, all night. The separation never happens. It stays anchored. Is that what it looks like? Where your heart is always overswelling with love and compassion for all of humanity. You're so in love with life. So in love with all the things. Uh, can't even believe how lucky you are to be enlightened. Finally, you've arrived. Okay, so what does that look like, right? So here's some other questions for you. Have you ever witnessed something unexplainable? Uh, something, things in the skies? Had any animal experiences uh, that were peculiar? Have you ever experienced any kind of moment that felt like divine intervention? Have you experienced incredible swells of love in your life? Something that felt beyond ordinary? Have you had any spiritual peak experiences? You know, witnessed any miracles? Little, big, massive. Have you been a miracle in someone else's life. Not because you believe that you've been a miracle, but because they told you, you're a fucking miracle. You saved my life. I couldn't have done this thing without you. Have you had people share with you what a blessing you are? How about this? Do people come to you for advice and wisdom? Even when you feel like you have no authority of your own, but do they still kind of like tell you stuff? Do they tell you their secrets? Do they just have this automatic trust for you? Have you heard the whole, gosh, I never said this to anyone before, but have you had that happen? Have you ever walked around even when you were younger or even now feeling like a goddamn stranger in a, in a weird ass land? Did you ever feel like your family couldn't possibly have been your own? Do you have a sense that there's something more to you than meets the eye that you're uh, here to bring light um, to bring hope, to bring peace? Have you always kind of wanted good things to happen for everyone and wanted to maybe build bridges, make peace? Did you have to learn how to defend yourself older in life because you kind of sucked at standing up for yourself because you're kind of a creature of love? Just want everyone to get along, damn it. Do you have uh, wisdom? Have people, when you were younger, told you that you're a little older than your age? Have people said that you make them feel different? You make them feel special. You bring them peace. You bring them love. Could be simple exchanges. Has, has anybody ever told you that? Have you felt misunderstood? Like, you, you, like people would never quite totally understand you if you told them the whole truth of your experience, of how you see the world, of how you see life, and of how, in a way, alien you feel. Do you go into dark pits of hell? Struggle with embracing life? as it is struggle with depression addiction entertain thoughts of wanting to die perhaps your whole life even still when life is even good still wanting to die 
not always because you're so devastated, but because perhaps you just want to go home. But yeah, sometimes because you're so fucking devastated because this place is hard and folks don't act right. Why am I telling you this? Why am I asking you these queries? Why is Uriel confronting you today in this way? It's back to the arriving thing. You're still waiting for this perfect moment where you can officially, ah, I, finally, I'm a saint. I'm saintly. Finally, a good person, enlightened. Okay. It's because uh, even the saints were human. Folks capable of the most extreme, extraordinary miracles suffered greatly. And many of them hated life. Yet they were compelled to serve. They still did their work. They still woke up every day and did their thing, but felt deep discontent sometimes. Many, many, many accounts of these holy folks that walked all over the earth having extreme dark nights of the soul. Mother Teresa, for most of her time when she was doing her best work, working for God, experienced a profound sense of abandonment by God for most of her life. Babaji, who was uh, an enlightened master, out in uh, India, I believe, attained enlightenment, but often spoke about the challenges and doubts he faced, even after his great realization, even after his awakening, so much so that he emphasized the importance of continuous self-inquiry and surrender to God. If you liked this little excerpt, and musing from the inner sanctum and you want to hear more or you want to get access to over 300 of these at the ends of all of these transmissions i offer uh, deep healing practices and rituals that really help our community deepen into these topics and make really beautiful shifts and permanent shifts so if you want to check it out you can go to corinnegrillo.com backslash inner sanctum Angel Juju coming at ya. Vibrating at the highest frequency of the bunch. Every soul shall adapt to match that at once. Oh, how we channel high mammal, no dunce. Cap who it fits, do with this what he wants. Merlin style, curling like, like prisms. Past lifetime, regressions, new mission. No obsession, no resting, true destiny. We blew breath in where death laid its weapon. Arise, call a master builder skies. Open up planets, align at the will of the wise. Voluntary compliance, allegiance with the